What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your host, Matt Clausen, back with another Off the Radar podcast, and we're back with James. James, the man. You guys heard him last episode. He's back. We're going to do a uh, we're gonna do a little more of a personal episode today because, I mean, look, look, look at what time of the year it is. It's January. You know, class of 2021, they're getting their uh, – their Seasonal depression. Yeah, oh, yeah, seasonal. Yeah, screw you. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, we're getting – yeah, well, you know, James brought a good point. Season of depression. But I was shooting <laughs> for the point of, uh, of you know, college acceptances or, you know, in some in some cases, you know, waitlisted or declined. Uh, and I figured, you know, this would be a good time to talk about, it. you know, better now than really ever because kids are making some really important decisions. And, you know, I feel like we can sort of step in there and, share our experiences if that makes sense uh and yeah i mean let's let's step let's take a step back here for how how many how many years back are we going here james and we're talking about when we first met (laughs) oh we're going back three years mostly are you are you no i'm thinking four now definitely no close close to four because i mean we were sophomores in the middle of sophomore year i think it was March 18th when we first hung out with each other outside of school. How the hell don't ask why. That? Don't ask how I know it. I'm just, I don't do drugs. That's why. That's really it. That's all That's all I can say. I don't do drugs. That's why I can remember these things. Some people do drugs to remember. And some people do drugs to forget. So, I mean, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, you, do, you don't do drugs to remember. Uh, what, I, this kind of, this kind of interests me a little bit. What would you say, like, when when you first met me, what's what was like your first impression or like your first memory of like the little quirky asshole I was in sophomore year? Well, I thought you were a creep. You were uh, <laughs> staring right across from the lunch table. Yeah, the lunch. You were eating your goddamn banana, <laughs> bro. No, I, I don't know if I was eating the banana, but you, you were, were just staring at me with a smile and those glasses, man. I was like, holy shit, dude, I'm about to get killed right now. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, I was, I was a little bit of an awkward, uh, awkward kid, you could say. Oh, but it was all right, because I, I slid in your DMs one day, and you were, you were like, yo, man, let's FaceTime. So we were just having a good time after that. It was pretty good. Yeah, after, you know, we got past the who's going to die first stage. <laughs> we're still, still yet to decide, though. Yeah, still yet still to decide. That I feel like we, I feel like we both, uh, mutually agreed we wouldn't kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, um. Yeah, I sort of had a pretty similar reaction uh, with, with you, actually, surprisingly. Uh, but were you eating a banana? No, no, no. You were actually. Yeah, yeah, I know. But how is this? How is it similar, man? I want to see. I want to hear this story. Man. Oh yeah, no, it, no. The same, the same vibe that you got, I was getting because it, it was. You were probably looking at me because I was looking at you. But in my uh, in my head, that was flipped. I was looking at you because you were looking at me. So I, I really don't know where to start here. And uh, this is a who's who. Yeah, who's who. But at, at the same time, you know, I'd walked into school and that that table I think we were at was all a bunch of band of misfits who hadn't really had a group yet. And uh, and it was kind of funny because this is what we're, we're, we're decently into sophomore year at this point And I still haven't found really a group yet. And here you are. It looked like you were like the mayor of this band of misfits. So that's why I ended up. No, I honestly was at the time. I'm not even joking. Yeah, no, I no, I remember you. You were right in the middle of everyone. You know, everyone's I wouldn't attention. Call, I wouldn't. Everyone's I wouldn't attention was sort of fixed though. to you a little more than 
each other in their own conversations. It was like, oh, what does James have to think about this, that, the other thing? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I do remember it now. I literally said, what are you fucking, what are you looking at, kid? <laughs> I was I was a little cocky bastard back then. I was. We both were. We were both little, uh, yeah. I, I like to call us Oompa Loompas. We were both short and fat. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You can't forget about the fatness. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, f- you know, what, we hung out, what, a week later or something like that, and... Yeah, definitely. I, like, took that my, was... I, like, took my chair in my basement and, like, threw it across, like, the room. No, no, you went to my house first, and oh, then, that then was a week the after that. To my house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that was... I still have, I still have those videos. I, I actually have those videos, too. I'll have to, uh anonymously leak those one day when you know i want to cancel myself i i don't think it's anonymous because you'll be literally the only one who had it besides me (laughs) um but you know what three years later and we're still i mean we have graduation pictures together and everything so i mean we oh my god dude there are so many memories with high school with us when we didn't have dates to the sophomore semi-formal and people, I didn't and have people, me either. And pe- yeah, I know. And people thought like we went together. That was oh, yeah, that was fun. That was a personal favor. I felt fantastic at that point in my life. <laughs> Is there something we don't know? You trying? You trying to say something? No, I think I think people were trying to infer something about us, but they don't know us either. <laughs> yeah, bro. They don't. They don't know what we're about. Yeah. Um. I thought I thought that was pretty cool, but you know, three years later, and here we are. I feel like how long did you have your college decision set uh, in stone in your head? You know, literally since uh, my brother went there, which was the start of 2012. I'm not even joking. Damn, that's a long. I was time. like, I want to go to this place. <clears throat> I so for me, I I had a similar story to that. It's just uh, mine was with Boston College, and I then realized growing up. And uh, going through high school and getting the grades that I got, that you have to be really smart to get into Boston College. And I was, I was neither smart or athletic, so my 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 road wasn't really paved uh, to uh, Boston College. And then, so for me, I uh, I was looking into, um, I think the summer going into senior year, I was looking into going to Bryant, and uh, you know. I have, you know, some of my family's gone there as well as yours. Um, and I had loved it and I had been pretty much set on that. And, you know, until COVID hit and even so pretty set on it and where I sort of had a little bit of a, a pause was, you know, beginning of April, I got offered, you know, track and field at Assumption University up in Worcester, Mass. And I was stuck between a rock and a hard place of what do I pick what I've wanted since I was literally nine to be a college athlete or my top choice in school, which was Bryant. And, uh, well, yeah, here we are. I picked track and field and I'm still at home (laughs) and I am not going to compete this year because of COVID-19. And I'm at Bryant and I go to campus every day. Yeah. Screw you. (laughs) What, um, this is, this is something that, uh, you know, comes up when I think about, you know, my friends and where, what they, what they decided, because, you know, I got hit with, I basically got shot in the face when I thought I was set to go to Bryant. And then I, I had to like take a hard second and rethink everything. Uh, 
if if you were going through the whole college process again, what's something that you keep in the back of your mind? Like if before you started looking around, what's what's something you wish you would have known? Ooh, that's a good question, but it's also hard to to answer because, like I said, at, at like a really young age, I already wanted to go to this college, so I was. Well, what I then? Even... Then what really stuck out for you with this college, it's rather a... than the other colleges around, you know, our area? Actually, hold on. I can actually answer your question. I can answer your question. Okay, go for it. I sh- I, I should have definitely given other universities a chance, just because you know. You should be open-minded about this stuff. No matter how <clears throat> set I was on it, I should have given other universities a chance. I didn't, though. Uh, yeah, that, and that, that was uh, that was my fault. <laughs> that, no, it's okay. Uh, I I I actually really agree with that statement. I uh, little little side note: if any of you remember this, the first podcast episode we had was in France, and uh, it wasn't with James. It was with my roommate Thomas on the trip. And, uh, I actually, when the night we were in Paris, I got a call from the assumption track and field coach and I told him, Hey, can I call you on Monday? And I, I, it looked like I blew him off. I got home, forgot about it. Well, it turns out he forgot about it as well, but that whole week leading up to that, you know, that phone call and everything, um, my mom, she kept saying, why don't we go to our assumption? Why don't we go to our assumption? And I always said, why would we waste our time? I, I'm already dead set on going to Bryant. Why waste the time? And, well, when I walk out of the house, I'm not putting on a Bryant hat every day. I'm putting on an assumption one or an assumption hoodie or an assumption t-shirt. And, yeah, uh, explain how you made that decision. Well, it was Because it's actually really interesting. I, I actually, when I get knocked off like when i get like derailed it's it's tough for me i actually shut down for like two weeks and it's it's a terrible thing to do and i i don't i don't want anyone to take after what i did because it's probably the worst thing to do i secluded myself in my room when i left it was to shower go to the bathroom or to get food and then i would go right back in my room and for two weeks i basically did nothing except think and really weigh out my options because I quite literally had everything I could have wanted in a school. And I loved where it was. I loved not being that far away from home. Um, you know, my best friend is going there. Hi, James. <laughs> uh, oh, are you talking to me? Well, I'm just speaking. Like, this is it. This nah, is nah, my I'm thought process. You know, one of my best friends is going there. And on top of it, I had a bunch of friends who were already going there. So I already had, you know, a uh, like nice little group there. And I loved it. And still, like, kind of, I, I haven't really found that at Assumption right now. And that's partially due because I haven't been there. <laughs> I have, you know, friends here and there. I have a few on the track team. And I have, you know, a few from my classes. But, like, that group was really something that we had at Bryant. So at the time, not knowing anyone from assumption. And now I have to make a decision. Uh, we really had to weigh out the pros and cons of everything. I was getting virtually no money to go to Bryant. Whereas I was getting more than half off at assumption. Um, I was also getting to do something I love at assumption, which is track and field. And I wasn't getting to do that at Bryant. And I looked at it as if, if I wanted to go to Bryant, 
even after I already made my decision to assumption, then I should work my ass off and try and make this unexpected jump to division one, which, you know, right now how I'm training, you know, in my workouts, I'm not trying to play catch up with the assumption kids. I'm trying to play catch up with the Bryant kids, but because by the time I'm on the assumption campus, I'll be where I need to be in distances. Uh, whereas if I was just competing with the assumption kids, not kids who are better than the group that we have, like a whole division better, I would still probably be under where I want to be. So I'm actually trying to like overwork myself, but uh, going back to how to make that decision, really just weighing out the pros and cons. And I, when I talked to my family, it was really over a phone call that I, I did not open up my door unless I needed to. And it was terrible. I didn't do my schoolwork. I didn't do anything. I did. One know it sucked playing catch up with all the missed work that I missed in like the last week of senior year. <laughs> hey, keep on, keep on talking. I'm getting, uh, I'm getting cold. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go off my own here. Um, you know, if I could, if I could have changed something through this whole process, it would have probably been to open up a little more. I would have probably felt a little better. I actually, uh, when I was making this decision, I, I really, it was, it was really, it was a really tough one for me. So, and you know, where James sort of has it on the other end where it's, he had, he was dead set on going there. And we both had, you know, although we were on each end of the spectrum where I didn't know where I was going and he knew where we were going, we both kind of found common ground with the fact that, um, you know, we, we both didn't really give any other place an opportunity. I remembered touring Bryant after I toured Suffolk University, which is in Boston. And after I toured Suffolk, I was uh, pretty overwhelmed because it's right in the city of Boston you walk out and there's government buildings around and, you know, actual businesses with functioning adults were walking outside and it was stressful. Uh, and then I remember walking to Bryant and it was sort of like, it looked like when I was pulling up, it looked like the gates of heaven were opening up because this is w- more of what I was needing rather than being in a city, a city like Boston, especially. Yeah, Definitely. I understand how you, yeah, and I've I've always understood how you felt about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I if and if anything, I was probably in touch with you more than my own family when I was making this decision. Uh, I this is this is something that I, I'd like to hear if you if you if you had been in my situation, uh, what's something that you would have been asking yourself? What 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 would you have done if you were in my situation? So, so if I was in a situation where I had the ability to go to a university that I really wanted to go to, but I didn't have, they didn't give me the financial support. Uh, whereas you go, you have another college where you wanted, you could throw there. Uh, I don't know if it was varsity or JV. But oh, there's only five. You would, okay. Yeah. So you would have to, I don't know. I definitely, it would definitely, I would definitely, go with the one that would be beneficial for the future. You see, I'm not really much of a shot put thrower, so <laughs> or like I know I used to be, but like I wasn't I'm not anymore. So I would be leaning towards the one that was more expensive because there would be more uh, benefit in the long run rather than 
in the short run. Because in the short run for me, if I was in your shoes, it would just be throwing and then I would get the a little I would get I would save money. But in the long run, in my opinion, money is doesn't really mean the world to me. So I'll spend as much as I can in order to be successful in the end. Yeah, that makes sense. I uh you know, I I sort of had it out in my head. This is this is where I kinda of thought and where I got to my final consensus with everything. And I'm I'm still on this path. Uh I ended up choosing assumption just because of the fact that if I really wanted to you know, to be on any college team, you have to keep your grades up, and that's all pretty much a given. Your grades will be there. If not, you're off the team. Um, so I knew those were going to be there to be able to get into another school if I wanted to. And I knew if I walked on there and I threw well, like I, I did well there, there's a chance for me to turn around. And if I didn't like the school, God forbid, I could turn around and say, hey, you know, this is this is where I'm at in my mindset. I'm going to try and make some sort of jump to Division One and go to the school that I want to go. And now, instead of having no money, no track and field, and just a school that I loved, and, you know, may, in, like, that friend group that I had there, now I take a year or two at this school, perform well, and now I hop back, transfer, and now I have more money to go to the school. I have more of an opportunity to do what I love there. And on top of it, it's a school that I love and maybe rekindle some relationships with those old friends. And I don't know how well that is, but whatever. Um, I'll definitely help you with that. <laughs> um, in, the, well, now we're, now we're, you know, into our second semester. So what, you know, in, in college, what, what's something that in that first semester really hit you hard and, you know, it really kind of gave you a pretty much a, a giant surprise. Oh, definitely the freaking guidelines for the uh, pandemic. I mean, there really wasn't much to say about it. Like, I obviously followed the rules, but it was just hard to connect with people, especially in, like, nights because, like, my classes, that's another part. But overall, it was really hard to connect with people because, you know, you can't see their faces. And also, it's hard because people are already awkward as it is. They don't like talking to people that they don't know, so... It's hard for me to, I mean, it's not hard for me to interact with people that I, that I just met, but it's also really difficult if they're also having a hard time talking to me because of the fact that they can't see my expressions on my face. So I've seen that mostly on my campus, but it's getting better and better. Like I, I just kind of ignore it because I know that they're, they're having a hard time understanding what I'm, what, like how, where I'm coming from. And like, I'm, I'm such an outgoing person. I know that's kind of cocky for me to say, but you know, it's true. Well, yeah, it's also a big thing. Like, I feel like everyone's sort of seeing it now. You know, I I could read someone's face through their. I could read someone's face, and now there's half their face is gone. And it's under a piece of cloth. Like, I can't tell if you're happy. I can't tell if you're sad. I can't tell if you're looking at me, telling me to go fuck off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is just yeah. This that, is just what it is that, now. So it's kind of tough to try to uh, communicate. So. I can definitely yeah. see what you're saying. Um, That's definitely why I started learning a lot about body language and all that mm-hmm. and all that good stuff because, you know, you can't see the facial expressions. You can only see their eyes and then, like, well, what the hell's going on to the mask? <laughs> like, I don't know. So this is, this is, this is a, a big one for me. Um, you know, failure, I, I feel like failure is something that we're given so that we can overcome it. Um and, you know, be a better person tomorrow than we were, you know, today. 
Um, Absolutely. What in college or even just socially, you know, this past year, how, what, what's been your biggest failure? And I mean, you've had a pretty, you had a pretty decent year last year, so it might be tough to pick from, but uh, maybe there's one that stands out to you. What, what, what would you say? Are you talking about academically or just that anything that relates to school? Anything, anything, go for it. Uh, definitely be connecting with people because like I got, I was in a shell, like I said in the last podcast and in my videos, like I've been in, I've, I've been in a shell for a long time and the lockdown really opened me up, but now there's a lockdown still going on or a pandemic. So you can't really, you can, I can go, I can go out of my shell, but now there's nothing to go around because everything's empty. It's a freaking desert. Yeah. So what I've failed to do is definitely connect with people, even though there's a little obstacle that I can definitely jump over. That's the one that makes me a little upset that I didn't, uh, I didn't jump over that obstacle, Yeah, which was uh, the, the pandemic. I mean, this is, it's so easy to do, but it's just, it's just the mindset that I had at the time, but I'm trying to fix that. Yeah. I would say for me, it's, it's definitely, <laughs> it's not even failure for me because, you know, whatever, whatever path that I picked in that, you know, where I locked myself in for two weeks, whatever path I picked, it had, you know, I was successful either way. I was put in a situation where I had good outcomes either way, you know? So it wasn't even really a quote unquote problem. It was more of, uh, which solution am I going to pick? And, exactly. and my biggest, I would say my biggest failing point this year for, for me, again, you know, this is stemming back into 2020 when I was making my decisions. My biggest failing point was probably, like I said earlier, not giving other places the, or like you said, I should say, not giving other places their, their due, dil- uh, due diligence and uh, giving everyone an equal shot. I was sort of wrapped up with my college decision in January. And I know a lot of people find themselves in this position. Um, and I was someone who was, completely ready to you know say you know what I just wasn't meant to be in any sport in college even though I really wanted to be and I also I also had people telling me that too like oh no way you know maybe d3 so when I when I saw this opportunity to get d2 I was like you know take it take it exactly it's it's kind of a middle finger to a lot of people and like they're reaching out to you you gotta take that opportunity i've i've had i've had my my corner i've had my group of friends and you know all the when i go out and throw with kids like i've i've a pretty good group when you know when you know chris cox when he comes home and he throws with me we we shoot the shit and we talk a lot and He's helped me with a lot of this stuff and, you know, helped me kind of tweak some things that I've needed to tweak. So, but I think my, my biggest failure would be not giving everyone their due diligence when I was deciding the schools because it really put me in a tough place and I, I shut down. So what I would say to anyone listening to this who, who's going through this process, even if you think you're wrapped up, especially if you're in, you know, I don't know, whatever. Even if you just think you're wrapped up, give everyone their due diligence until you send in that deposit, because in, until you send that deposit in you're, you're free, you're free game. Like you can free go agent. anywhere. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a tough predicament to be in. And I advise anyone to try and not get in it because it's a tough one. Um, but well, uh, I mean, you see, the thing is 
Like it's it's always going to be tough, regardless of no matter what the situation is. You either you either are, are for whatever you're doing, or you, you're still figuring it out because you're a free agent, like you said. Yeah, exactly. Until you send that depositor, man, you're, like you're out there. So give everyone an equal amount of time because you don't know what place that you're going to walk into and you're going to see it and you're just going to love. I remember that that time period for me with, with Bryant, I can't even give a time period for me to fall in love with Assumption because I, I didn't go. I didn't get to see the campus, but yet I'm, I'm there. And it was a tough decision. But the, the, the moment I fell in love with Bryant was uh, I was considering being a psychology major up until I went toward the summer going into my senior year. And I walked into... Uh, I can't remember what building it is, but they had a giant broadcasting booth. And I said, wow, that looks friggin' fun. I want to do it. And I remember turning to my brother. My brother went on the uh, on the on the tour with me. And I, I was like, dude, this place is awesome. And I thought it was amazing walking through and we would kind of hang back from the from the crowds. We can t- try and talk my way. Uh, talk, talk me being at Bryant into existence and. You know, even though I'm not there right now, that doesn't mean I won't be there in the future if I really, you know, want to be. But I remember he told me when they said, hey, you have to have so-and-so grades to get in here. But you can also go do an interview where they can see past just your uh, your academic uh, abilities, your application. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Um, where they right? can see past your application. And he pulled me aside. and we, we were hanging back a little bit. And he said, you realize to get into the school, you're going to have to go into uh, an interview, right? And I said, yep. Well, that's what got me into the school. They said, hey, we really like the person you are, and we want more of you on campus. You're accepted. And uh, that kind of got me what in there. What school was this? That, that's sort of my little funny story about college, especially when looking. I haven't had many because I've been all virtual. I've been home, and I've been working my ass off more than I would if I was even at school. Uh, do you have Do you have one in particular that – you know, you know, if it's even at school with friends or even at home with your family, maybe like when you got your acceptance, like, do you have any, any, like those cool stories that uh, you'd like to share? Uh, I'm not really sure. I understand your question. Can you, can you like rephrase yeah, that? Yeah, 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 no problem. So like I told my story, I think it's kind of like a funny story with, you know, with me getting into college uh, but I was seeing if you had like a cool story of you in college, actually, like one that kind of makes you laugh a little bit, or even if it was while you're, you know, still searching. Oh yeah. I have a funny story. So for my, I had a research paper due for one of my writing classes and he said, yeah, you can do, you can write about whatever you want. So I love, I always love being the, uh, the person who gets, who gets recognized the most. So uh, I, I go, I go for like the really hardcore stuff. I go for like psychedelics, like the benefits of psychedelics and there actually are benefits. It's actually really wild. What I learned, they, each of them all have certain benefits. Obviously they're double-edged swords because they're also, uh, they're also very, uh, hallucinogenic and they can freak you out or they can help you out, but I don't need to get into that. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I'm not a user. If, of them, if, so if we want to I turn can't... to Joe Rogan here, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We don't need to turn into that. But I was, uh, I was taught as I was doing this re- as I was uh, doing this presentation in front of the class. Everybody was so, everybody was like, they were just so astounded that 
they were astonished that I was that I was talking about this because because everybody was talking about all these other common things like uh, being vegan and uh, like cars. It was actually one of my friends that I met. He actually talked about cars. It was actually really interesting. It was about how fast the car went, and it was actually false the commercial. But that's also another story. Anyway, like <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember, I remember this guy here. I remember hearing this guy in the back in the back of the room. He's like, "Yo, this guy definitely does shrooms." Because I was talking about shrooms at the time, <laughs> and I I couldn't I couldn't help but start laughing. And then and then, and then the, the class really thought I was on drugs at that time, at that point. So I was like, "Oh crap!" Would you? <laughs> and then I, would you say that 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 was a a good decision to write the paper on, or do you? Oh, that? that was a brilliant decision. Right? <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity. No, 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 no. Like I, I, I even said, told him at the end, like I'm not, I'm not uh, promoting the use of this stuff. I don't do it. I promise you, I, I don't. I could care less about whatever, whatever you think about me if I'm lying or not. But I'm telling the truth. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do this on a substance that I know about because you know I'll put more of my experiences in it, and then people will be more suspicious of it. That type of thing. Yeah. So uh, I think I think this is a good question to wrap up on. Um, you know, my future is a little. Uh, it could it could go in a few different paths here. Um, you know, I I have a few different avenues here, um, and I'll just you know say my piece and I'll ask you the question: What do you think? Uh, but very short term, you know, when I'm looking at my future at my current school, and you know, there's a few different ways I could see it going down in, in, you know, the the near future. I know that no matter what I'm going to be at assumption for my sophomore year. And, uh, I will know by the second weekend living there, you know, next fall, if, you know, if I'm going to stay there or not, but if I stay there, I think, you know, my future, I definitely think I'm going to be, you know, successful where I am. And whether that, you know, if I change my major, whatever, all I really see for me and, you know, it's, 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 it sounds cocky. I I don't mean it that way. I've really figured out about myself that especially when I'm home and I'm in, you know, a comfortable setting that I can still make myself as uncomfortable as I would be at school, which I think that feeling is fantastic. And it's something that we should all strive for feeling a little uncomfortable because when we're comfortable, we're not really growing at all. Um, I can still put myself in the in a, in a feeling of being uncomfortable uh, while at home, and I've really found out about myself that no matter where I go, I feel like I'm going to be successful because I'm going to be driving for that um, in whatever I do. I could also end up saying, "Hey, I hate assumption. I don't like living here," and uh, there goes you know at, at the end of my sophomore year whether you know, whether it be after the first semester or not, whatever, uh, I'll probably kick it back to Bryant and try and make some jump. That that's where my future sort of sort of lies. What, where do you think you're going? <laughs> what, what do you think's uh, on the horizon for you? I the way you phrased the question, you wanted me to respond to how you think your future was going. That's how that's how I that's how I assume. Well, no, I'm asking about yours. Oh. Uh... What my future is going, I mean, I can't really talk about it because 
because it's, it's the future. I don't really understand what's going to go in the future. I know it's the present. I know that's really spiritual for me to say, but well, you, well, if, if, <laughs> it's the truth. Well, you know, I should have known this, that you're a very present person. And I mean, I think I can answer it for you. Whatever you've sort of put your mind to, you've always, you've always done. And you've already set, uh, you've always set the bar high for you. So I think no matter what, whatever you do, you're going to, you know, try and be the best at it. But, you know, yeah. I, sh- I should have known that you're a present person you know a little you know plug here you guys go over to james youtube and you're gonna you're gonna figure out a lot about this kid he wears all of you know everything that he he learns and every how he how he responds to things he he lays it all out there for you guys to really follow and i mean if you guys knew this kid as long as i did you would you would see everything that he's done and how it's worked out in this weird ass way like I remember at times thinking, like, dude, there's no way. There's no way that he's going to do whatever it is that you were about to do. And I have nothing really coming to mind right now. But there was a few times yeah, where I was like, no 10 miles. way. And then the 10 miles. The 10 miles. Yeah, that was one when we ran. But uh, there's no way I thought he was going to fucking do it. And in his weird, quirky way, he figured out a way to do it. And no matter what, this kid's always changing. And he, he's, he's getting good foundation for, you know, uh, his own mental health and moving forward, how to be successful. I encourage all of you guys to at least take a look, take a peek. And, you know, if you want to, you know, plug anything else, James, go ahead. I definitely suggest to subscribe to my channel because it's, you're, it's well, you're going to be well off listening to what I have to say. Tuesday, or whatever, whenever you watch this, but the video that's going to be coming out Tuesday is really important. And I'm, and I know it's very important all to watch all my videos, but this one's about addictions and how to cope with them and how to fix them. I need to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Not, not, yeah, not I need to watch it, too. I need to watch it, too. <laughs> we, all have, we all have addictions. They don't have to be to drugs. But uh, uh, Yeah, no, no, it doesn't have to do with drugs. It's just about addictions in general. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I'll give you a little snippet of it. I know we're going over time. No, it's all right. It's important because I want to get you guys hooked on it because I need, I need to do my sales pitch, so. What addiction really is, you're not the one who's addicted. It's your mind. Your mind likes all the dopamine that it can get. So whatever, whatever source it can get from, it'll get it, no matter what it is. See, your body is the one who gets affected by it the most. You are your body. Your mind is a whole other thing. Yep. Good snippet. I like it. All right. We're going to wrap up here. Uh, James, I'll probably have you, uh, have you on again in the near future. Yeah, I think this is our podcast. I, you know, this might be our podcast. We might have to turn this into our podcast. You guys might be seeing more of us. We might add someone else in, uh, and they might be our guests. And we might be going forward, moving on with James and Matt. I like it. All right. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, we're going to tune out. We'll be back whenever the hell we're back. And, you know, with some more updates, some more stories for you guys. So tune in next time and peace out.